The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. So this series is called How to Receive Your Healing, and this is episode number two, and it is called the sin sickness connection. So in episode one, right in the beginning, I mentioned something and uh, it was the fact that this healing series is for those that want to receive their healing directly from the Lord. And yes, there are those that go to the elders of the church and have them lay hands on them. And that's awesome. So it's great. But then you get those that are busy maturing in the word of God and they are growing up into their rights and privileges in Christ Jesus. And this series is actually for them. So if you're one of these people that want to receive your healing directly from the Lord, you have come to the right place. So years ago when I needed healing, I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew. And I'm sure you get it that I knew that I could not go to the elders of the church and have them lay hands on me. Now, if I did, I'm thinking of this one particular church, they would have prayed for me in a heartbeat. It's a very established church in Port Elizabeth, and if I had to quote the name, many, many people would know the church, as this church has a reputation of uh, believing what the Word of God says and acting on it. And there have been a lot of miracles that happened uh, through this church. You know, great church. Praise the Lord. You know, we need more churches like this one that I'm thinking about right now. But they would have been very quick to pray of me and lay hands on me. And uh, the only problem with that is I knew that I would not have received my healing that way. And why do I say that? Because I did not have much faith in divine healing. I didn't have much faith in God being my healer. You know, uh, back then, I, like I said, I knew nothing about divine healing. And uh, I was just faced with a very serious problem. And uh, I was experiencing like heavy discomfort. It had changed my life completely. I was in a lot of fear, a lot of emotional distress. I was in a bad place. And I knew that whoever prayed over me in faith, I would have still not received my healing because I was in a lot of fear. I was in a lot of doubt. So if that is you, or if you want to go to another level in your spiritual walk with the Father, if you want to grow up in the things of Christ, if you want to learn about divine healing, not only for you to receive your healing, but that you can be used to minister divine healing to others that really need it, uh, this is the podcast for you. So like I said, this episode, it's episode number two, and uh, it is called The Sin Sickness Connection. The very first episode that I did on the series, I preached it at a home church meeting, and that was on the 7th of June. And you can find that on our RSS or our iTunes account or our Google Podcast account or our Spotify account. But did you know that sickness and disease is first and foremost a supernatural thing? Now, people don't understand that. You know, they look at the physical body and they think that, you know, all this stuff happens in the natural and there's no, you know, outside forces. And even when it comes to prosperity and, you know, when it comes to poverty, 
uh, people just generally believe that, you know, if you study hard and you pick a good career and you work yourself to the bone, you know, you can actually make something of your life. Or if you live a healthy life and you keep exercising and, you know, you are eating the right foods and all that, you can live a healthy life. But you know what? Sickness and disease is first and foremost a spiritual thing, just like divine healing is a spiritual thing. Now, I'm going to show you in scripture exactly what I'm talking about. So if we rewind and we go back to the Garden of Eden and God created man, and when I say man, he created the man and the woman, you know, and in the beginning, in the garden, that was God's perfect will before the fall of mankind, obviously, before Adam and Eve sinned before the problems started happening. The Garden of Eden was God's perfect will, and God had the perfect calling on Adam and Eve's life. And as a matter of fact, Adam and Eve were called of God. They were the perfect couple for each other. So they were the perfect couple. They were in the perfect place. They had the perfect calling. And you should take time and just study out the Garden of Eden. It was a beautiful place. It was beautiful, and that came out of God. That came out of love himself. That was his perfect will. And the Lord wanted them to expand that garden. So in a nutshell, he wanted the whole entire earth to look like the Garden of Eden. And uh, he put Adam and Eve in charge of that. He gave them all authority. He blessed them, and he told them what to do. And they just had to obey the Lord. You know, there was no sickness or disease in the garden. Do you know that? And uh, I like telling people, you know, open your Bible, the Bible that you are very familiar with, the Bible that you love, the Bible that you bought, or the Bible that someone special to you has given you. Open that Bible that you know and trust and see it for yourself. There was no sickness and disease in the garden. And God is not the author of sickness and disease. It's not his will for us to have sickness or disease. If it was, Adam and Eve, right up front, they would have had sickness and disease in the garden if it was the will of God. But the will of God was displayed openly in the Garden of Eden. They were healthy as they could be, you know, and this is what the Lord told them. So if you got your Bibles, uh, turn to the book of Genesis chapter 2, and I want to read from verse 15 to 17. Now, I just want to say this. This is God speaking to Adam and Eve. Now, God is the most intelligent being out there. If he tells you to do something, he most of the time, he's not going to tell you why you must do it. You know, he doesn't tell you, you know, for example, the 10 reasons or the 10 benefits of you doing that thing that he told you. He doesn't do that. He just tells you to do something. And when you do it, you will naturally walk in the benefits of that. So in this case, when he gave the commandment to Adam and Eve, he told them what would happen if they disobey that commandment. Now, he doesn't always do that. But in this case, he did. Listen to this. It says, And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. So over here, he told him what to do, not to eat of that tree. And he said, if you do, you're going to die. Now, a lot of people are confused about that. And they say, you know what, Adam and Eve did not die. As a matter of fact, Adam and Eve, they, they lived long. And 
you know, when I say they lived long, they definitely lived longer than most people these days. You know, most people uh, live to the age of maybe 70, 80. There are a few people that make it up to 90, 100, 110. But uh, generally speaking, generally speaking, people don't live very long these days. But uh, Adam and Eve, they lived very long and uh, they did not die. But you know what? The Bible said they would. God said they would. And God was right because he wasn't talking about physically dying. He was talking about spiritually dying. And when Adam and Eve did sin and they took of that fruit and they ate it, they died spiritually on the spot because they sinned. This is what happened if you turn to the book of Romans. And I just want to read chapter 5, verse 12 and 19 from the King James. It says, Wherefore? As by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so that death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Now verse 19 it says, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Do you see that as soon as sin happened, death came into the world? Now once again, people are just thinking of a natural death. But this is talking about the curse in general. And under the curse, listen, the curse is gigantic, just like the blessing is gigantic. The blessing and the curse are reciprocal forces. Now, when a person walks in sin, they activate the curse naturally. So when Adam and Eve sinned, they did not, you know, confess and believe for the curse. All they did was sin. And the curse or death came into the world by that sin. The Lord gave me this. When Adam and Eve sinned, they gave the curse a green card to live in the earth. How powerful is that? Listen, we did not want the curse here. But when Adam and Eve sinned, the curse came into the world. Now, if you turn to the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28. Now, I love this chapter because this chapter, the first part of this chapter talks about the blessing. The second half of this chapter talks about the curse. Now, the Lord says in the beginning, he says, if you do those things that I tell you to do, all these blessings are going to come on you. But the second half from verse 15, he talks about if a person does not obey him, all these curses are going to come on him. Now, it is not the Lord cursing people because he sees that they're not obeying him. And I want to give you an example of this. If I'm at home and my wife says, Andy, you need to take an umbrella with you today. Because it is raining outside. Now she's trying to tell me how to remain dry. Now if I listen to her, I'm going to remain dry. I'm going to take my umbrella, open it up, step outside, and I'm not going to get wet. But now if I am disobedient toward my wife, and I close that up, and I say, you know what? I'm not going to listen to you. I got this. And I step outside and get wet. It wasn't my wife that poured water on my head. It's not my wife that drenched my clothing. The rain was always out there. If I step into the rain with no umbrella, I'm naturally going to get drenched. So do you see what I'm saying? The Lord is trying to keep the people in the blessing. But if they are not listening to him, there's nothing he can do. They are naturally going to walk into the curse. I'm going to give you another example of this. Years ago, we were living in this other neighborhood and uh, I was on my phone and I was talking to someone and the conversation was rich. It was 
one of those conversations where you don't want to leave. You don't want to get up to get your food. You don't want to get up and make yourself coffee. Nothing. And uh, it was it was an awesome conversation. And uh, Trevor came to me and he said, hey, uh, he's feeling hungry for, for chocolate. Let's take a walk to the shop. So I said, okay. And uh, got up and uh, still busy talking to this girl and got dressed. And I said, you know, I'm going to take my phone with me. And the Lord said, I remember the Lord speaking to me on the inside of me. He was speaking to my spirit man. And he said, leave your phone at home. And I knew he was speaking to me. And I said, no, I'm going to take it with. Now, do you see how the Lord's trying to keep me in the blessing? And I disobeyed him. We went to the shop and we decided to take another route home. We stepped into the street and we were walking down the street. It was very poorly lit. Uh, Yes, there were a lot of street lamps there, but it was a tree-lined street. Lots of trees, big trees. So the trees just covered the street lamps. And I was walking with Trevor and all of a sudden, all the noises just disappeared. And the only noise that I heard was footsteps running toward us. It was a very dramatic scene. You know, something that you see in movies. And I just remember hearing that footsteps. And this one guy stabbed me in my back, like literally, he stabbed me. And he stabbed Trevor. And he grabbed my phone. And they took off. Usually, like in a case like that, like if they were coming toward us, Trevor and I would have put up a fight. But they were hiding in the bushes and they actually sprung one up on us. They ran off with my new phone. I bought a very nice phone back then, a very popular phone. Oh, man, I enjoyed that phone. And uh, yeah, they ran off with it, and they, when they stabbed me, they ripped one of my brand-new shirts. That shirt got ripped, and uh, Trevor's shirt got ripped, and uh, I was fine. Trevor was fine. Um, I was just bleeding a bit, but... The Lord was trying to protect us. And as a matter of fact, the Lord did speak to us and tell us not to go out. But we disobeyed. And then when there was nothing the Lord could do, and he's like, leave your phone at home. I said, no. So I walked into that curse all on my own. And it's not the Lord's fault that I was robbed and stabbed. It was not the Lord's fault. And this is what happened with Adam and Eve. It wasn't the Lord's fault. He warned them. He told them exactly what's going to happen. Because of their sin, the curse came into the world. Satan is the author of the curse. Now, like I was saying earlier, if you go to the book of Deuteronomy, so it's Deuteronomy 28 from verse 15 onwards, it talks about the curse in greater detail. And you'll see that sickness and disease is under the curse. And the Lord cannot curse people because there's no curse in the Lord. The Bible says that there's no darkness in him. You know, so much people, they want to blame everything on the Lord and they want to give the devil a free pass with everything. And they make it out like the devil is actually your best friend, but watch out for God. You know, he's going to curse you. He's going to put sickness and disease on you. Uh, God wants you to be poor. And the devil's just standing there and he's got a big smile on his face, you know, because he is the author of the curse. He is the one that deceived Adam and Eve in the beginning to sin because he knew what was going to happen. And when Adam and Eve sinned, the curse came into the earth and death reigned over everyone. You know, like the Bible says, we were all made sinners. And uh, that was all Satan. Now, how can it be the Lord? How can it be God? How can it be love himself when he's the one that warned them not to eat of that fruit? And he told them what would happen if they eat of that fruit. He told them. 
He said, you're going to die. And, you know, they thought they were clever. And uh, the Bible actually says uh, Adam wasn't deceived, but Eve was. So, you know, Adam, he wasn't thinking clearly. He was thinking, wow, check this woman out. Mm, she's looking good, you know. And um, the Lord tried to help them. He tried to help them. But they the ones that sinned and the curse came into the earth. And do you know that the Jews understand this? And the bad thing is the Christians don't. The Christians are still blaming the Lord for sickness and disease. The Christians are still blaming the Lord for poverty. They're still blaming the Lord for bad marriages, etc. You know, and the Jews, they know, they know that they know that they know that the curse is bad and God is good. And the curse that's bad cannot come from a good God. They know this. And I want to show you scripture. Turn to the book of John chapter 9 and I want to read verse 1 and 2. Now listen to this. I want you to see the mindset of the disciples. So before I read this, I just want to tell you something. Like in the beginning, the disciples did not know much, obviously. Jesus was their master. Jesus was their rabbi. Jesus was training them up in ministry. But you're going to see the default way of the disciples thinking. You're going to see how the Jews naturally thought. Listen to this. It says, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Do you see how they connected sin and the curse of being blind? Do you see that? It naturally came out of them. But, you know, the Western way of thinking I've heard so many people say that sickness or the curse of being poor is a blessing in disguise. But you know, the Jews, they know what's up. They know exactly that poverty is a curse. They know that sickness and disease is a curse. And they know that God is good. And no curse can come from a good God. They do not struggle with this. This is why there's so much Christians that are still sick and they are still struggling. Because they are not spending time reading their Bible. They are not spending time making the word of God their final authority. And if the Bible says that sickness and disease is a curse, then it is a curse. You cannot argue with the Bible. So this was part two of my healing series, Receive Your Healing. And uh, this episode is called The Sin Sickness Connection. And uh, I've given you some scriptures and uh, I really want you to grow in this. And if like, if you're serious about receiving your healing, you are going to go back to these scriptures. You are going to meditate on them. And, you know, the whole topic of divine healing, it's a very big area. That's something that I found out personally when I was going for my healing. Because in the beginning, I didn't know much. Like when I went for my healing, I threw everything I had into studying the stuff out and I'm so glad I did for you it should not take you that long because I'm handing everything to you on a silver platter like doing this healing podcast series and I've done other podcasts on healing and you can get them all either head on over to our YouTube account or our RSS or if you've got an iPhone you can go onto Apple Podcasts and find us there and there's a lot of other audio sites you can find our stuff on but I like telling people this if you throw everything you have into studying out healing and receiving healing, it should not take you long. And then you can get that out of your way and move on with your life. But don't take your time in divine healing. Okay, so I'm going to end this podcast. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. 
If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.